Like, what you mean? J-Mo and Sprizzo? Yeah. Episode crit- 30, Tizzle. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? What is it? The Crit, the crit Mix. What's good? Crip- Cryptically on Fotis Podcast. <laughs> uh, 23rd and in, but don't say it backwards. What you mean? For real. We're running a two-man weave right now, but uh, we, we're picking up a third here uh, eventually. Allegedly. My man's in the back of a truck getting worked out, but, you know, strong black man will bounce back. What's good, How you man? doing, man? Hey, I'm, I'm good. Hey, my leg works again. That's all I'm looking for. A, a functioning yeah. right leg. I'm about to be back at work soon. Let's I think I might go. be able to jump. Hey, I might be able to jump <laughs> one of these days. You know, don't don't get ahead of yourself, I, player. I won't. I will. I probably will get ahead of myself. Actually, I'm gonna try to jump before will. I should and and be back on the IR again. It's all good, man. <laughs> IR is kind of playerish. You get the full game check, so you'd be all right. Hey, especially now that I'm getting paid. Again. That first two weeks was like, wait a minute, who's, where's the money coming from? Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where the money reside? <laughs> <laughs> Good we lord, we don't found it. We don't found it. So did they? Sir. Did you get like an official like of like what exactly was going on in your leg then? Or not really. So between my they doctor, stop playing with me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. Stop playing with me. Now, my doctor, my doctor thinks one thing, and my physical therapist thinks another. Um, so they're sending me to get an MRI. Uh, this look at you with the staff. <laughs> <laughs> you that's got a team. <laughs> hey, that's what good healthcare does for you. Good healthcare gets you a team. Okay, um, but they're sending me to get imaging done on my leg, and it's uh, it might be okay. It might be a torn meniscus. It might be a, a strain in LCL. I don't know. We'll figure it out though. Okay. And as long Whatever as somebody's it is, paying for it, you'll get through it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. God damn. Um, hey man, we're we're on episode thirty-two, and as I was putting the list together of the famous thirty-twos, thirty-two and twenty-three might be the two best numbers. Okay, so before like, you even read your list, I'm gonna say like, was there like competition with Magic Johnson, or because I thought this was gonna be like a, another walk away? There was competition with him because it's like. God damn! How many how many niggas wore thirty two? Really? Like Magic Magic Johnson is nice. Did you look at the list? No, surprise me. Oh man. Okay, so Magic Johnson wore thirty two. Obviously, a great thirty two. Shaq wore thirty two for everywhere but the Lakers. Shaq wore thirty two. Like, oh my god! Why did I not think? Okay, so Shaq had thirty four in the Lakers because of because of Magic. Exactly. Right? He couldn't wear th- okay. he couldn't wear thirty two on the mat or on the Lakers because of magic. Jim Brown wore thirty two. And didn't know that. I didn't see him play, but all the old folks say he's nice. Doctor J wore thirty two. Uh wow. Marcus Al- Marcus Allen was a thirty two. He's the only player wow. ever. He won a national title, a Heisman, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, and an NFL MVP. Only player ever. Damn. He's what that the guy. F- <laughs> like literally every accolade you could want, and he has all the like, uh, whatever the running back, like the Ben Derrick or whatever the yeah yeah. Back I think it's Doak is. Walker is running back, ain't it? The Doak Walker, yep. Like he has all yeah. those like miniature awards that nobody gives a fuck about, plus all the big ones. Um, Jack Tatum wore thirty two, and the only reason I know about him is because he Safety? broke a nigga's neck on the field. Yep, and he yep. yeah he was one. Was he doing like the clotheslines and all that shit? These are like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's some questionable 32s though. I got to <laughs> I got to get your opinion on these. Uh OJ Simpson wore 32. 
No, I mean, he's probably better than Marcus Allen. Better at what? Murder? At football. Because he had a 2,000-yard season in like 12 games or some shit like that. Marcus Allen had a 2,000-yard season in college. The only college player to ever have a – or the first college player to have a 2,000-yard season. College? college. <laughs> you a college 2,000-yard to an NFL 2,000-yard in 12 games? Okay, okay. 12 games? Re- That's stupid. Re- Again, the reason I said it was questionable is because OJ might have murdered somebody. Uh, the next questionable 32, Carl Malone. Oh, this for this for, oh, this for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey b- both of these have a red flag big red flag uh Malone was a 32 might have had a baby with a 15 year old don't know so let me can uh, i I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you up real quick player oh, is God. it wrong in my book i guess and if i probably think about this then no even this just shouldn't be compared but like in my book carmelone is more problematic than oj easily Easily, because we know Carmelo. Is that that's how it. it should be, right? Is that how you should rank them? I mean, because technically OJ <laughs> didn't do anything. Technically OJ didn't do anything, but even if you say OJ did do something, he murdered someone. Carmelo had uh, sex with an underage child and had a child by them, and then treated them both poorly afterwards. Nothing good I mean, came but of that. But they have their, they can breathe. Okay. See, this is a nasty feat you got me. Let's let's go another. <laughs> Murder's not really that bad when you think about it. Anyway, um, and Whoa. then the last the last theory I had was uh, Bill Walton, thirty two, Sandy okay. Koufax, and then Kevin McHale. They're grouped together for a reason. I saw um, discussion that Bill Walton should have been off the NBA seventy five. Can we talk about the NBA seventy five? Because when they told us the criteria, yeah. the fact that they did like uh, everybody from the NBA fifty made it onto the seventy five, but then I, didn't, they said, I thought that oh okay yeah so they said everybody that made the fifty made the seventy five and then the way that they made the fifty was ten point guards ten shooting guards ten you know small forwards power forwards I didn't know they did it like that they, they did ten the... by position per mm. the fifty so it doesn't really make so any that's sense. kind of our yeah it's kind of already not representative of the best I, fifty. Exactly. So they took like a shitty like metric and then put it into the 75 because realistically, even if like there's probably more people he could have been above, there's not any good argument for Bill Walton over Dwight Howard off of their like accolades. Anything Mm -hmm. about Dwight Howard's career puts him over Bill Walton. But then when you look and it's like, okay, he automatically made it because he was on the 50, but they just did 10 per position over those you know first 50 years. Makes yeah. Huh. See, and I didn't. I didn't know that they just added them on because the actually I, I, on the NBA um, on TNT they were saying that they just um, they picked a whole new seventy five and it just so happened a lot of the fifty guys made it. So this is just an, an addendum. I guess they can the say that they 50. picked a whole new fifty, but or seventy five, but every single person that made the fifty. Okay, and I, I wonder, I, think, I mean, did they, yeah, I guess, yeah, you can't really say that you got a new one. Then even if, like, the people just made it off of, off the strength anyways, and, like, you know, they made it because they were good enough. And I think that's where it comes into, like, dudes like Clay being like, yo, how did I not make it? Because, like, are you going to tell me Clay isn't better than random dude who made the 50? Because in 1996, yeah, if you're looking back 30 years, sure, Paul Arizan or, like, some of these dudes who we've never heard of in any context ever made it. I, I I don't like that though. Cause like, I can't, I can't, I can't take away from what somebody did just because I'm not up on what they did. It doesn't 100%. mean that you didn't have an impact, but so it's like, 
whatever you did in your era, someone that that is is more into the NBA history has to make that call. Like I, I'm not, I'm not capable to make that call. You know, for so, sure. Like, yeah, I, like I know what Clay Thompson is today, but like yeah, like I don't, I don't, I can't tell you about everything Wes Unsell did. Like I just know that he's one boy, of those guys. They've been dragging Wes Unsell through the mud because, like, I guess based off oh, his yeah? stats alone, like his stats are garbage. Like I think he okay. averaged like. 11 points a game, nine rebounds. But anybody who watched him play is like, yo, Wes Unsell's that dude. And yeah. there's there's no disputing it. So it, it does make it, it like a little harder. finals, that team did. Yeah, in a, in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, like, yeah, they beat the Sonics like, one year. They lost him the next year. I know that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it's I don't know. It's hard. Um, but it makes it, I don't know, in 50 years, are we going to be talking about, or in 25 years, does Clay make it, even though he didn't make it now, even though he probably won't do much that's going to put him forward based from where he is now? Probably. I mean, if you're yeah. saying, like, it's everybody that is that has made these lists already is still on the thing, then yeah. I can't imagine there's 25 players that are going to pop up in the next 25 years that are going to pass him and, like, someone like Dwight, you know? Like, because, what, three three championships? I don't know how many all-defensive teams. And he's probably going to be, like, top five for three-pointers on his career or something like yeah. that. I don't know. It's all done. I, think, I think Clay made, like, one all-defensive team and two all-NBA. Yeah, like, okay. So, I mean, Clay, that's, yeah, that's quite Clay's accolades outside of championships aren't really there. Dwight just don't really make sense. Like, Dwight, it, I, we should just stop talking about that because he should have made it. Like, there's not really a good argument against him making it, even if you got to bump somebody off. And I think it's it's one of those things because like I think the the writers made the list or who all voted? I know there it, it was writers. They put out a list of people. It, it was writers and players. Like I know, like Michael okay. Jordan voted, Bill Simmons, Jackie McMullen. Um, and like I could imagine going, Dwight having soured some relationships for sure. Which is yeah. I don't I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> the, the, people's on people though. But they they did go through like the list of like the players who have. I won't say similar accolades, but like mm-hmm. uh, the all defense, like the players who have won three or more uh, defensive player of the years who haven't made it. And like Ben, um, uh, God damn it. Ben Wallace didn't make it. Um, ben Wallace ain't on the 75. He's not on the 75. Dwight's not on the oh, 75. Wow. Matumbo's not on the 75. So it's like these guys who are like, we know for defense, even though Dwight's Marcus again, be on more it? than that. Definitely not. No. Okay. I'm not even sure, but I don't need to look and tell you no. Okay. So it's like all the guys who are like winning these all defensive, uh, like shit. Rudy Gobert, I think, has won two or three, and he hasn't made it. So maybe defense just doesn't matter, huh? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, somehow, Dwight has more than just like DPO wise. I mean, like it's, it's the all time rebounds, all time blocks, like list of stuff that he's on. Like he's he's. And, <laughs> Being the best player on a finals team, first team All NBA. Yeah, he was like, the best in the NBA at his position for, I mean, a good little bit. I don't know how many years you would say, like six, six, seven years. I don't know, maybe longer. I don't know. I, I was gonna say minimum five, and he was like yeah. comfortably the best player on a finals team, which most mm-hmm. people can't say. Yeah, Bomani was doing it this week where he went through and like how many second best players on a finals team didn't make it. Like Pau Gasol's not on there. Um, so there's just a bunch of like random guys that didn't make it that you would expect to have made it, which is crazy. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you try to make things like this. Like it's, you're yeah. going to miss. It's not, if you're not doing it based on like empirical data, like something that you can actually like punch in and rank things with, yep. 
then it's you're gonna miss people because you're you're talking about emotion and stuff, which you can't. And especially when you're like, hey, the first fifty is solidified already. There's no changing that. That's yeah. what makes it tough. Is like now you make it really hard. Yeah, exactly. You got twenty five spots for the last twenty five years. Yeah, and thankfully, I mean, what they stopped in ninety six, so they're yeah. um, they're but like. I don't think I don't think Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan, I think, was on the first one, but like Mike, I think, yeah, they said. Uh, I think the Dominique f- Wilkins like the big one that was like left off with the first. Dominique time. Wilkins and Bob McAdoo were the two that were pulled over, who didn't make yeah. it the first time around. And then I mean, Tim Duncan was an automatic on this one. Dirk, yep. AI, people like that, like Kobe had to get them in. Nash, Kobe, Bean, yeah, Big Bean. God yeah, damn it! <laughs> yeah, it it makes it because like. Kobe doesn't push somebody off. Five people right there. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> like, that's and then Dame, like Dame and AD make it. So it's like, I don't know. It's interesting. They could have made yeah. some adjustments. How are you feeling about the Lakers? <laughs> um. No. Really? No. Nah, um. I will say, from watching their games, I I see things that I think can be changed, and like the the players we have injured. So we're what two and three so far. Um, and really, our, our our horrible loss was that we blew a fucking 26-point lead to OT. And yeah. really, like, and that was a game without LeBron. But, like, it's a game without LeBron, but it's also a game without, like, Kendrick Nunn doing anything, without Wayne Ellington. It's, it's, a, it's a game without LeBron, and you still have three Hall of Famers active. You do, and Melo looks Four. good. Four. Dwight, Melo, Russ, oh. AD. Yeah, Dwight plays, like, 12 minutes a game. I'm so, just saying, you, the team has talent. Okay, sure. But, like, the team has talent. But, like, I think the fit of that talent without LeBron and all the pieces that they sign is kind of hard to put together and, like, you know, really have a good fit of. And I'm mm-hmm. not super stressed until, like, LeBron is playing, like, consistent good minutes. But, you know, the fact that LeBron has a hurt ankle <laughs> and is taking two back-to-back games off at uh, the beginning of the season doesn't feel great. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm the most disappointed in AD because, like, watching AD play and watching other bigs in the league play, whether they have their, like, whole squad there or whether they have their, like, number two guy there, like, watching Embiid play games without Ben Simmons or watching Jokic play games without Jamal Murray or watching, I guess those are kind of really, Giannis play without anybody like you can take everybody away from Giannis like watching those guys play without their their next best guy is like oh shit like he's really like he's like yo give me the ball I'm backing shit down I'm at the cup like I'm doing what I got to do to win this game AD without that is like I guess I'm gonna get 32 I'm gonna take some turnaround jumpers and and like not really play defense it's hard to say, like, if you look at his stat line without watching him play, you're like, yeah, why aren't you guys winning games? I think he's averaging 32 and 9 to start the season. But when you watch him play, it's like, yo, this nigga is soft. Um, but I'm so see, that's where I, you confuse me because, like, you were mad at him. I remember last night in the chat saying that he was, like, being um, not assertive and stuff pussy. like that. Yeah. But it's like the, the game before he had 35 and 17 with four blocks. Like, so. For sure, and it went to overtime. Against, so maybe like he was tired uh, and wanted someone else to kind of help. He did that against the Spurs. Okay, the like, next team was the he, Thunder, though. Like you can't. Ex- I don't know. He, like, uh, but I, I can because he's doing that against like 
yo, you went crazy against a bottom five team, and then we played another bottom five team, and y'all blew a 26-point lead. Like, I'm just expecting for how... Everybody thinks that AD is a top five player in the league, or if we can't agree on that, top 10 player in the league. You shouldn't be (laughs) losing to the Thunder. I have been convinced of that because of people from the outside telling me he's a top five player in the league. Oh, okay. Yeah, 100%. Right. I, I told you last year that he wasn't the best big man, and you tried to tell me something else. And then the guy that I said was the best big man won the MVP, so I don't know. Like, I still And I still thought he was the best big man. He don't play like it. He's the most talented. I think he has the capability of being so. But he kind of pussy. He's he just a little okay. pussy. He's a little pussy. I think I, I just wanted to see how you were doing, like, watching Russell Westbrook get, thir- what, 14 turnovers? 13 turnovers? I think he had six last night. Or he had a quadruple There's, double last night. He had night. 10 he had last 10. night, yeah. It's not great. And then, and then like, beefs with the Thunder, or beefs with uh, Darius Baisley because he dunked it off of... Rajon Rondo had two, like... I think we were down by six with, you know, a couple seconds left, and he goes to inbound it, and he bounce passes it. He gets kicked out of bounds, and then he takes it from the side and bounce passes it again. Like, it seemed like he was shaving points. It, it's gross. I don't, I don't like anything I've seen from the Lakers so far. Um, we haven't had LeBron for most of our games. When LeBron's playing, the nigga looks great. <laughs> like, LeBron's, yeah. a, LeBron's shooting, like, 38 39% from three, getting to the cup when he wants to. He's 38 years old. Shouldn't still be doing that. but Doesn't make any sense. And a, that's, why, that's why I'm so upset with AD because, like, nigga, you got, like, a built-in 26 a night from this guy next to you. Do something. Wake up, nigga. God damn. What's up with y'all boy, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, you were saying was going to help carry the future of the Lakers. Where's he at? uh, He hasn't played. He's injured. Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn have not played at all this year. They're both hurt. Haven't haven't played at all. Damn. Kendrick Kendrick Nunn is hurt. THT, I think, like, broke a finger or something like that Uh, before the mm. season started. They'll be be good with... Hey, relax, man. They won't. Hey, and I, ass. I, I was thinking <laughs> they're not ass. Relax. You would love to have them as a Nick. Um, no, I wouldn't. We're good. <laughs> we are great. We don't need them. <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier today, though. And as long as you know, we got a ring out of this team. We got a ring out of LeBron. <laughs> You're already going back on the moral victory. <laughs> oh no! It's, it's not a. It's not a moral <laughs> victory, but it's like it I is. can't. Be, I can't be too mad because what I thought we would have done this year, we did two years ago. I was hoping at some point AD and LeBron would win a ring or they'd put together a team to win a ring, and we did it two years ago. Everything else is it's great. It's a new season. You can't talk about two years ago. They didn't, they're didn't. they not They're not playing for two years ago ring. We're playing for this year's ring. Not that bubble bullshit for this on your wall. It's not really bubble bullshit because it had a ring that came with it. So, How do you feel about the Knicks? Talk, talk to me nice. What you, what you feel about them? Number one in the East. What's up? Yeah, y'all y'all beat the Bulls last night, and the Bulls look like the yeah. best team in the East for a second there. They were undefeated. What happened? Yeah, I'm asking questions. Why are you so aggressive? See, this I'm, is what I'm Wrangless trying niggas to find do. out what's going on out there. Nah, Wrangless niggas is aggressive for no reason. Man, that, no one ever wants to put respect <laughs> in the Knicks, but it's cool, man. Like we're gonna do what we do. We'll they'll, they'll see it at the end. The okay. US versus the Hornets okay. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Who gonna win that though? <laughs> Miles Bridges because he's unstoppable right now. <laughs> Leangelo gets signed for a fucking. Uh, oh my god, hits a dagger three to give him the win. <laughs> Lavar rushes the court. Nasty. 
hate to see. I wouldn't it. even be mad. I'd be like, fuck it. Like, this is this is Disney. I don't know what this is. You're gonna pull your big baller shoes out the closet for once. No, they never got here. Just like my NDRA merch, I emailed them this week because August fourth is when I ordered it. Haven't heard shit from them. <laughs> fuck donk racing. <laughs> I need some gunshots. Never mind. I'm gonna call the Better Business Bureau on that ass. <laughs> Damn. Shout out Black, support business, black business. Look how they got me. But support us. If you yep. if you're listening to this, support us. Just not other niggas. I swear to God, my marathon merch gets here before this NDRA stuff. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, you got I, the- they race around here. I'll, I'm gonna pull up at the track and just <laughs> not pay for my ticket. Be like, hey, not not nah, some crip, I- not some crip sending you your mystery bag before the niggas that live next door get you your shit. They be all through here, yeah, man. Like, goddamn, I'll be talking to them in the chat. And they be telling me about Fayetteville. I'll be like, man, whatever. You're like, <laughs> yeah, ass. Uh, all right, all right. You, you, wanna, you got any other? Oh, go ahead. You got any other what? Hoop stuff. What we, we started? Uh, no, nah, man. Those were my, my two takes. I think the the last undefeated in the West fell last night too. Was the Warriors. Um, John Morant's leading the league you, in scoring. Like he's kind of like. Is it Utah still team. undefeated? Was it Utah? Is Utah still undefeated? I think. Oh, was mm, it's just not. Jaw does look low. fucking nice though. Yeah, Jaw looks great. <laughs> yeah, Jaw looks great, thing. and Zion is wearing uh uh fucking anime body suits on the sideline. Looking pretty bad, bro. Not great. Shout out to Jaw. Yeah. I think Jaw's been a pod favorite. Aren't Along they? with me, who likes the Aaron Fox, but I like both of them. Are they in competition? No, I just think they play like the exact same player. Oh no, I think Jaw's way more like in the air. I think De'Aaron Fox is just as much in the air. He just plays for. I wanted to ask Jamal: Has he seen a Sacramento King dribble a basketball yet this year? And if he says no, then I'm not letting Abs- him say that that's his team anymore. Absolutely he can't keep doing that to himself. I'm gonna just say you don't have a team. That's better than being a Kings fan. Yo, speaking of the Kings, I know like uh, Marvin Bagley's like completely out of their lineup. Like he Is doesn't he? play. He does not play. I don't think he's he played. He getting the John Wall treatment. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> Marvin Bagley is DMPs every game this year. Oh my god! Even Kevin yeah. loves playing basketball for the Cavaliers Dog, this year. That's everybody great. has Kevin Knox played this year. Hell no! What? There was no question about oh. him playing or not though. He wasn't playing last Which year. It, there was questions. There was no question about fucking Marvin Bagley playing. He just didn't play. <laughs> like Kevin Knox <laughs> and Marvin Bagley being the same player is hilarious to me. They're not. Marvin Bagley's way better than Kevin Knox, and I, and Are I know you Marvin sure? Bagley. <laughs> yes, Kevin Knox had like one of the worst NBA seasons of all time. His rookie year. Damn. Yeah, I think he shot like thirty two percent from the floor or some shit like that. Who got drafted right after him? Didn't Donovan Mitchell get taken like two picks after him? Shut up. <laughs> just asking question for clarity and understanding my boy i think that was the uh mikhail bridges draft too that sounds right mikhail that shit hurt can't hurt us no more man everything happened for a reason <laughs> so rj barrett's out here man every time i see julius randall do yeah man he's not carrying the load no more because we got other bucket getters and you know, kimba and evan fournier Derek rose don't have to do so much anymore either um it's been so nice, man. Only problem is Mitchell Robinson gets hurt like all the goddamn time. Like I have, every game, I think this year, I think he's like been helped off the court for something. But he comes back. It's just like goddamn, dude. Like, yeah, I know the the two games I've watched of you guys, I think he fouled out one and then just did didn't play down the stretch of one. 
Damn, I'm yeah. Oh God, Kevin Knox got drafted right before Mikael Bridges, uh, Shea Gilders Alexander, Miles Bridges, Jerome Robinson, Michael. Boyd it was a Jr. run. God, <laughs> it was a run. <laughs> Troy Brown. Hey, we did that. The run of like, goddamn, you could have taken it. So we dodged Troy Brown. Let's go, man. Shout out the front office. Yep. Yep, missed him by like a whole six picks. It was, <laughs> <laughs> he was too close to call. <laughs> God damn. Uh, I wish we would have taken Michael Porter Jr., man, but whatever. Everybody wishes what they would have taken do? Michael Porter Jr., but I also watched him walk out onto the stage, and he looked like me Oh, right we, we all saw that. Mm-hmm. It looked worse. Yeah, you, you. Dog looked like the you, Iron Giant. Moving bad. <laughs> yeah, you look like fucking Plank. Nasty. Very nasty. <laughs> Shit. All right, you want to do some current event stuff? Some funny things we got Tap going on? me in. All right. Started off here. I think this was in Los Angeles. Um, so, what day was this? Okay, at some point this week, this group of uh, YouTube influencers, it was called, his name is Chad and JT of YouTube fame, urged uh, men to show up and live in their truth for the small dong march. Um, basically, it was a march to raise awareness for people with uh, small meats. Little meats, little meat march. <laughs> it went down last Saturday, featuring a banner that read "In Small Dong Shame." Um, yeah, basically, the, like you didn't need to have a small meat to be there, but it was just they wanted allies out there to make people feel comfortable and just understand that this isn't something you need to be ashamed of. So I thought that was pretty cool, man. Like, uh, you know, just helping people accept the body that they have. <laughs> little meats everywhere, <laughs> like. What are you doing on a Tuesday afternoon where you're like, man, fuck it, I'm going to the small meat brigade. Like, some people probably tried tired of getting played. I think one of them said like, um, if 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 this is like if you have one, it's gonna come out eventually. People are gonna talk about you eventually, so you might as well just step forward and have pride people, in that shit and living the truth about what? it. What? How many people are gonna know people got small meat? In your, uh, I don't. I mean, you, you know, like I feel like if if Let's say you're the opposite of that, right? And like you, you're out there, you're on the prowl, you you get <laughs> intimate with whoever it is of 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 your 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 um yeah, preference, okay? And but y'all aren't serious like that, so they tell their friends, and now everybody knows like what you got going on, okay. right? Um, that can happen in in a in a positive way, and it can happen in a negative way, <laughs> so. In order to just keep your name strong in the streets, you just you rep your brand. <laughs> Small meat gang. Okay. I don't have much to offer to this. Yeah. That's a wild, like, parade to have going on. Like, hey, my meat's small. I'm just saying, I just want our listeners, don't be ashamed of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, be strong, somebody, man. there's somebody for everybody. Keeping it a buck. That's how you use that it, shit, Somebody, man. Somebody oh, likes dude. somebody everywhere. There is a woman for you. Then small is relative. Exactly. Hey, do do what you gotta do. I can't help you, but do what you gotta do. I've seen some videos where I was like, "Damn, I'm small." So I was, <laughs> so in all reality, everyone's welcome at this march except for a select few. Yo, we were at Blake's wedding. You gotta give credit where credit. <laughs> we were at Blake's wedding. He was talking about frog splashing. That's all I know. Only reference I got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. 
I got some shit for us this week. Okay. Thank God. Anything. This story's coming. So mad you brought that up. <laughs> okay. This is better. This story's coming out of Ohio, a state known for weird people. Um, if you've spent any time on Xbox Live or PlayStation, you know this is the truth. Okay. So in Ohio, a 79-year-old Ohio man was arrested this week for allegedly shooting his son after he wouldn't stop playing his guitar. <laughs> According to the Cincinnati Inquirer, Fred Hensley Sr., 79, is facing felonious assault and domestic violence charges following a confrontation that occurred Sunday in Blue Ash, Ohio. Hensley Sr. is alleged to have shot his son, 50-year-old Fred Hensley Jr., in the stomach with a 380 pistol because he would not stop playing his guitar. <laughs> and apparently he was trying to shoot the guitar out of his son's hand but oh, shot his son in the stomach. Oh, nigga, you don't got that so, good aim, dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hensley Sr. said he was tired of his son playing the guitar for over an hour. He said he was only trying to shoot the guitar but ended up shooting his son in the right side of his stomach, the son then assaulted the father while waiting for emergency personnel to arrive. In the mugshot is a picture of the dad, like, all beat to shit, because his son wailed on him while he was waiting for the cops. First off, can the ambulance to show up. First off, share your screen so I can see his face. Second, like, why okay. would you try to shoot? There had to have been so much lead up to you shooting the guitar. Like, you had to have asked him a dozen times to stop. Oh, he beat. Oh, uh, it's shit. all fucked up because my screen's on HDR mode. I can tell that he beat the shit out of him, though. It's in it's in the in the in the article. Oh lord. Oh no. Yeah, like, and seventy nine and fifteen, like he had a, a... 50, 50, 50, oh, 50. 50? So that's what I'm saying. Like y- y'all are two two whole ass adults. Like, why is he playing the guitar for an hour in a place where like you can't get away or like how could, like. <laughs> Maybe they live together. I can't. I can't shame her for that. Like, you said they're from Ohio, so care there's a very good chance that they live together. Holy shit! You just never moved out. <laughs> the daddy moved in. I don't know. That's oh, oh yeah. Okay. Get, getting to a point where you got to shoot somebody. Bond said at sixty thousand. So no. you got to pay six k to get out. Nah. So his son's bailing him out. I don't think his son's gonna bail him out. Maybe he probably will. He probably got to use his daddy to pay rent if he living together. Oh my god! They ask who can anyone vouch for you to pay this back? He uses dad, who he's billing out as the name. Oh no! Yo, getting shot in the gut seems awful. What? What you think he was playing on the guitar? Yeah. Stare, stare. That's what I'm trying to figure stare out. Stairway to heaven. Nah. Oh well. And he's buying the stairway to heaven. Nah, he's not that nice. There's no way. You don't get shot in someone complaining stairway to heaven like, and you're like, nice at it. There's no way. Now I'm trying to... He's trying to get some sound, shit off. You I don't sound know like he was at though. karaoke for a second. There. That used to be my jam. Um, okay. You know, so do you you get do you get a lot of like... Uh, not They're not robo-dials, I guess, but yes. like, you know, like the scam yes. calls. Do you get a lot of those? Yeah. You get, which, which ones do you get? Like you get like the, um, the car warranty one, shit like I, that? So typically, I just get scam likely it hasn't goes through. In the last week, I've gotten five mm-hmm. of the, like, we're calling out to reach you for your car's limited warranty. Mind you, I don't have a car. Like, I don't drive. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting the fucking, uh, your car warranty, which has been hilarious to me, quite frankly. But those are yeah. the, the most prevalent ones. I've, I get those a ton, too. And today, like, um, I don't, I, so I don't answer any number that's not saved on my phone, just by Next. default. And a lot of times, these, these things, they don't leave voicemails. But today, one left a voicemail. And it was actually a human talking, saying that like, um, that I need to call them back because my application for student loan forgiveness is like incomplete. In order for 
My student loans be forgiven. Mind you, I've never filled out an application for this in the first place, so that's I already know this is fake. Um, but it's just weird, like how one how prevalent these things are, and two, like kind of how um, advanced they've gotten. Because like the, even the the auto warranty thing, because like I've like had a bunch of cars in the recent few years. I don't know that these things are necessarily fake all the time, but like I just assume like if somebody really needs to talk to me, then like they're not going to do it this way, and they're not going to say your car. Like and not yeah, say what kind of car no it is. No details like, or your name's not included. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, but so either way, I, I I ask you that because this story from the New York Post: a hiker was lost for 24 hours um, in the woods in Colorado, um, and they ignored calls from rescuers because the calls were from unknown numbers. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> if you're lost, answer the phone every time. What do you mean? <laughs> No, but I mean, like, yeah. Because if you say uh, if you say hello and they're like, "Hi, this is blah blah,", blah you hang up the phone. Up. It's not like you're using hella battery to answer. Sometimes it'd be a person though, because like this one today was a person. Yeah, but if you're like, "Hey, I'm lost in the woods," and they're like, "Yeah, it's fucking Bob, dog. Like, we're looking for you, John." They're like, "Oh, that's great. No, Wait, I can find you. Just give me your social." <laughs> if I <laughs> if I'm lost in the woods, I'm probably answering the phone most of the time. <laughs> Because I'm assuming somebody's looking for me. Also, what rescuers are calling you? Like, it's not like somebody you know. Also, you had your phone in the woods and people could call you, but you couldn't open Google Maps. Yeah, the I've got a, a, I've got a lot of questions. I've got a lot of questions. Sounds like they wanted to be lost a little bit. Don't blame them. The world sucks. The hell you doing in the freaky woods? <laughs> All right. The freaky. Oh, did you um, did you see this video out of Lakewood of a fight that went down like in, in a Catholic church? No. Okay, um, shizzle. How can if, I just share? If you just text it to me real oh, quick, I, I can watch it window. immediately. No, it's it's all in the chat, but I just I shared the screen. Okay, that looks better, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't see this. Can you see it clearly? Yeah. All right. Um, hold on. I'm gonna do that again <laughs> and include the audio. There's hell of people on the altar, dog. <laughs> There's hell of people on the altar. <laughs> Father, please forgive these. There's so much Carhartt. Is this actually gonna in? In what context are these people fighting? Yo, there's hell. Yo, there's hell of people running up there. Oh, I got the actual. I got the actual. Hold on. Nah, I'm. Apparently, this dude like got told not to come back here like after like a month ago okay. or something. And he came he, back. And that's a dude that's on the stage. Yep, oh no! Be. Hey, the whole church, the whole <laughs> every man in the church is like, I can't. I've been waiting to whip your fucking ass oh my god oh my dog <laughs> dog there's so many flannel hoodies and carhartt shirts on this stage if nasty oh no oh if nasty. no oh no that's that's my worst stomped out by the dog that's my worst nightmare there's it doesn't look like nothing but men is at this church he has a he's it's a mix he's at an aa meeting <laughs> look at him getting dragged out <laughs> look at him getting dragged <laughs> Nah. Oh yeah, there's it's a mix, all right, and there's women and children in the pews watching him get his ass whipped. Yep. Holy shit! <laughs> they got him hog tied. Can't nobody like church that much. That's Can't insane. nobody like church that much. Period. To oh, do the ass whipping or get oh, your man, ass whipped. Okay, so they said this is from the the pastor of the church, Father Paul Brunette, wrote a letter to worshippers explaining the incident. He said the events leading up to this unfortunate incident began last month. 
Grunette writes, after an initial pastoral appointment with Name Redacted, his behavior has worsened, become less predictable. He has engaged in a course of abusive and threatening conduct directed not just at me, but towards the parish and school staff. Under the circumstances, the parish and the school had no choice but to obtain a no trespass order from the Lakewood Police Department against Name Redacted. He chose to disregard this order when he appeared at Mass yesterday, <laughs> and then we got on his ass. <laughs> They didn't wait for the Lakewood PD or nothing. They were like, yo, the next time you see Hell this nigga nah. stand up, put your fucking feet on him. Dog. <laughs> That's part of church. You got to lay hands on people when you want to care about them. Like. Niggas put the lug boots on his back. <laughs> oh, oh shit. God. <laughs> Some holy steel toes. Yo, that's one of my worst nightmares is just getting my ass whipped like that. And there's nobody there to stop it because you kind of deserve, he kind of deserves that ass whooping. So, like, you getting your ass kicked. He needed that, though. That probably helped him out. Sure. Hey. Because if you're that confidently wrong in life, like, you need, you need a hard correction <laughs> hey, like that. Yeah. At least once. They whipping your ass with a deep reverence. <laughs> they rushed the altar and was talking down at the pastor. Holy shit. In the middle of church. And the pastor stepped back like, hey, I tried to tell you. The pastor stepped back before anybody came up there to help Didn't him. Didn't raise a hand. He stepped back and was like, hey, whatever happens. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you know, 16 niggas is on that stage whipping your ass. He got his ass whipped like he had a Takashi yeah. concert or something. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you got dragged out like Jesse Jeff. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Nah. Nah, nah. God nah, damn. Nah. I need to get to whip ass. Not to That's not insane. to praise the Lord. I'm just there to whip some ass. <laughs> just let me know when the yeah. next one of you just pop it off. <laughs> let me know when the next ass whipping is happening. I am there. The fuck you mean? Oh my god. Okay. Did you okay, so this happened at a Kentucky high school. Have you heard about the man pageant? I, Oh my! Can, I don't you? really want to talk about this. This is kind of gross. No, nah. It's really, it's really it, gross. It, and like weird. You want, you nah, want me to skip it? I don't want to. White people are gross. That's it. <laughs> I feel like now we got to talk about it because now we're at awkward point. Okay, I won't share my screen on this because I'm just really confused at how the picture is still up. Um, yeah. So an investigation is underway as after controversial photos from an event at Hazard High School. This is in, I think, Lexington, Kentucky, um, are causing outrage. As part of homecoming activities, Tuesday was a costume day and a man pageant was held. Multiple photos were posted and then taken down from the Hazard High School athletic page. They appear to show scantily clad students giving lap dances to faculty and staff. And what they just described right there is exactly what's going on. You have male students wearing lingerie, like dancing on the faculty from the school in the middle of the, the high school's like gym at like ho- the homecoming assembly. Um, and then like, they're like spanking the students and stuff like that. It's really bad. And then they like have like female students in like Hooters costumes. Um, and this all happened with adults, all the adults from the school basically present watching this happen. And then they posted it from the school's athletic page. And then they were like, Oh, this is bad. And they took it down afterwards. But, it's just kind of like how does things get this far type of deal. I didn't see the girls in the Hooters shit. I just seen the 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 teenage boys giving lap dances to old men and was disgusted. It's gross. Like yeah, how do how do I don't I can never understand the situations like these. Like, are there no adults that are like, hey, this is a bad idea to do this? Like nobody, and, nobody. So not even nobody was saying, hey, it's a bad idea to do this. Nobody was like, hey, it's a bad idea to post this shit. 
Because there's photo and video of these 16-year-old boys twerking on old men in underwear. Nobody yeah. was like, yo, let hey, maybe we should chill. What? The parent when like they're they're borrowing their lingerie and stuff like that. Like Hey mom, can I get your panties? What is happening? No. No 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 no. No no no. Okay. I'm good. I don't want to talk Need about this that. this sultry little number to put on Coach Jenkins. Nah. That shit was gross. Everything about that was fucking yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So hopefully everybody in there uh got fired is and is put in prison. Another one of those. Another one of those. The base on that takes it from like I'm in trouble to like otherworldly. Like, yo, the aliens are. Uh, Omni Man is coming for your bitch ass. Please. <laughs> God God damn. Okay. Um, did any. Okay, so I, I have like Storm the Barclays on here of Kyrie's like fans rushing the building. Oh did anything else come out about that? Like, about like what the hell was. Uh, I didn't see a single thing after. Who that. they were, what they was going no, on. They didn't, I didn't see anything about. They played the game. Had a press conference afterwards, didn't talk about it. I didn't see anything outside of, like, that specific event. Okay. So maybe there wasn't too much more to it. But either way, a bunch of people chanting, like, yelling for Kyrie to play and stuff like that. Um, tried to break into the Barclays Center before a game this week of the Brooklyn Yeah, the Nets. dude that came um, double-willed and backed with the Pan-African flag was ready to fucking go. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was ready to that go. Pan African punishment. Yo, there was a security guard that tried to stop him from getting in that was like, I'm not about to lose my life. That dude came out there to kill. Hell no. You paid nearly enough no, for this shit. Sir. Okay, well, we want to talk about uh, little, your boy, Lil Boozy. My boy? <laughs> That's not your no, man. No, he's a Saints fan. He ain't a Tigers fan. He is definitely a Tigers fan. What are you talking about? He's from Baton Rouge. What? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it's like by default you gotta be I can't believe he didn't get it no I'm I couldn't be anything further from a Lil Boosie fan before he turned out to be a fucking moron holy shit he's a confident moron Dog, he's the most confident no he's a confident moron cause niggas be backing him up niggas be hyping him up hey last time I went on a rant about this on the podcast niggas was making fun of me but Boosie's a fucking nut bro <laughs> Boosie's a f- who made fun of you one of our co-hosts. Oh, I don't be on here no more. Yo, Boosie's a fucking nut. I c- imagine having dick on your brain that much. Imagine waking. He's, he's really. Imagine crazy. waking up on a Tuesday morning and be like, you know what? You know what pissed me off today? Lil Nas X and his dick. Like, yo, what's wrong? So he wasn't unprovoked though. What? What? I I missed the provocation. I missed the provoc. Not saying this is an equal response, but what happened was Lil Nas X put out a video. I think on. Like his his Instagram story or something like that, some some platform of choice, saying like, "Hey, bruh, I got a song coming out with Boozy, bruh. No cap, bruh. This just gonna be gas, bruh." And that's what he was. He was obviously oh, joking, okay. but he just kept on saying that. Okay. And then Boozy had this tweet where he said, "Stop trolling me, blank, lol. You a whole bitch playing with the gangsta SMH. You can keep sucking blank and getting blanked in your blank in peace and." You hate yourself. I would too if I was you. LOL. Nas X. If you, yeah, yink, yeah. I don't want to say that. You would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Um, and he had like the hands up emoji in there too. I don't. It's Boosie need help, bro. This is at three forty p.m. No, you know. Boosie need help, bro. He got to find like a better outlet for his anger or something. The thing is, like. Yeah, it, he's like kind of just in this weird space, um, and we can kind of transition this too with this. Um, 
I guess sort of similar to Dave Chappelle, not saying that they did the same thing, not nearly, but where like they're so established in what they, they do. You can't really like nothing can really happen to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has such a strong fan base that accepts him for who he is. Like, he can't really take a step back from where he is. No matter really what he does. Because his fan base knows who he is. It's not really, like, um, they know what he's about. And this isn't going to, like, surprise them. I don't think. People that were still listening to Boozy today. I don't think, like, that, I don't think that's the same. I don't think that's the same as Dave Chappelle. Because Dave Chappelle had, like, a very specific type of comedy. Not even specific. He just had a type of comedy that transitioned into something. Boosie kind of also had like <laughs> nobody had like Boosie being the face of homophobia or transphobia or just no that's not what I'm saying like as this um so here's my here's my example um Lil Boosie doesn't do like big festivals or shows or something sure. like that right he has his own that he does every single year in Baton yep. Rouge so no one can take that from him because it's his own show in Baton Rouge. But that's all he's trying to do. He's not trying to do Rolling Loud or something like that. This tour that he's on right now, the, the Trap Legend of the South, like that's not like a norm for him. He normally does his own thing on his own. So if, like I'm saying, like if, if you're like down with Boozy today, you are not expecting him to be anything other than what he is. You know what I'm that saying? I mean, he got to go so far left like he'd be going. And I made like... Me- I'm not saying he does. I'm not saying he does. I'm I'm just I'm purely talking about consequences for oh, his yeah, actions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think there are consequences for his actions because that's all. Oh, that's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying the same thing with like Dave Chappelle, where it's like he's been active for 20 plus years, and you have this long track record of him being who he is, and like like I think that's part of like um, the five minute video put out this week, where he's like, if you want to have this conversation with me, you have to watch my show in its entirety because if you do that and you don't just take this 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 clip of it that they're trying to make, get you upset about, we can have a conversation because at that point, like you should understand like where I'm coming from that it's there's not hate here and they're trying to make this me against you when it's not me against you. I think it's it's um. I mean, Dave kind of made it me against you in the show. You think he did? Yeah, <laughs> when he did the like, you need to stop punching down on my people and like he he made it. <sighs> Dave kind of put it where it's like trans people versus black people like those two don't intersect at all so i think he made it to me against you as far as like yeah you you get okay you get all these privileges as far as like gay people or trans people that trans people is what he like really keyed in on but like i he 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 makes it about an entire like he keeps saying like oh yeah the lgbtq community versus black people which like those two intersect very heavily Unless you're looking at a specific person or a specific type of person, then yeah, those two don't intersect. Because like when you think of like gay white men or gay white women, like those are very different than like what our people experience. Or like gay or sorry, trans white men and trans white women are very different than what our people experience. So like I feel like he's punching at those people saying stop punching down at my people as far as black people go. But like. Those two intersect way too much for him to have been as general as he was, is what I took from that. That's okay. That's fair. I mean, I, that's not how I received it when I watched it. What I got that he was saying was, it's the people who are trying to weaponize those identities for purposes of silencing other people. 
and it's not that like you know that's not every single trans person sure. gay person it's not every For single sure. black person like we're not not every black person is um hyper focused and hyperactive or even like really um involved in like social justice and civil rights things like that's not what on everybody's agenda because we're not a monolith we don't all Facts. move that way like we're just as varied as any other group of people because we're not connected in, in that sense um and it's the same thing with like the lgbtq plus community like they're they're not all they're not all on the same thing some people just want to live their like just want to like live their life and like they don't feel that they need to go on these crusades that some people feel like they need to go on so i think i feel like he was going at those people who are trying to use their identity as a way to control the narrative of other people sure. that's that's what i took is when i was watching that but you can't really choose how people interpret things. If that's how you felt about it, and like that's right too, because I mean it's art. It's up to however. Yeah. Both and of us. I think that's you know? the hard. Like, there's there's the hard no right. part where it comes to like everything's a joke, and like we're all making jokes about it. A straight person can trans or like uh, take it different than a gay person could take it. Different than a bi person would take it. Different than a trans person would take it. Like, I think trying to make these like trying to make jokes about shit where it's like. Uh, shit ain't really like on a clear cut line like making white jokes which is kind of what he did like Dave Chappelle like kind of got his money off of like making jokes about white people or just celebrities or like a very specific type of thing making jokes about where it's like I'm kind of making a joke about you it don't it includes you but it doesn't include you kind of makes it more difficult to like wrap your head around which is where I think the problem comes from and that's yeah because I think like he's because this week, like that, especially the thing he put out, it's like he's he's trying to avoid arguing with people who aren't involved in his content Facts. in the first place. Because you're just coming from a place where you're only going to get mad exactly. at what I'm saying, and you have no idea yep. what I'm about. Like all you're doing is, is just to argue. You're you're letting these people that want you to argue with me prime you up to argue with me yeah. when I don't want to argue with you. Exactly. Like, I don't care about exactly. you. Like I'm I'm just I literally make jokes about what I think is funny. And like if <sighs> let's say like let's say. I don't know who who the good comparison for white community would be, but like if Dave Chappelle was white and his if jokes, Bill, if Bill Burr leaned more, if Bill Burr decided to make eight specials in a row about niggas, like if Bill Burr was like, but it was like, but it he'll find some people that are thinking it's funny, like it might even be us too, but it's like there will be a subsect of or not not even I don't want to say a subsect, there'll be like there'll be people who are vocal and upset, and they're they they're probably going to be of the group that the joke is about, and they're probably not going to like it. But it's it's if if you're in the room when the joke is being told, I guess, and you know the person that's telling it, you probably have an idea that they're not malicious. This isn't coming from a malicious place. But at the same time, it's like if if it affected you in that way, then that's not wrong for you to feel that way either. But it, you kind of just, I mean, I don't know, like comedy, you can't like do that with. I don't know. I, I as somebody who thinks I'm funny, I kind of fuck with the like comedy is comedy, and like you should be able to do what you want. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I for sure know, like if I'm in a, a room full of white dudes and they start making a bunch of black jokes, I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, haha, you guys are just kidding. So like, it's fine, but it wasn't for you to laugh at too. Like, you know, if, if, if it was like actually funny though, like let's say it actually tickled your funny, but are Dave's jokes, f- you can't like, imagine that are, right are, now. Can are you? Dave's jokes for like trans people to laugh at? Probably not. <laughs> but there probably is some that do because, like he said, like he had a friend that like a, that made him feel okay doing man, these things. I got a bl- I got a black friend. Like I, I don't know. It's hard to like 
justify when we like have all these different stereotypes, especially as black men, we can look at like, I have a white friend who's probably said like, yeah, I said uh, this joke around Tyrell and he thought it was funny. So I tell it to all my black Mm -hmm. friends and they think it's not funny. Like telling your like your one joke or like your trans friend who like was vibing with your joke and like whatever happened to her happened to her. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's a very weird space to be in. I think the the difference is like with when you're comparing like our our own lives to what Dave Chappelle does is that what what jokes that we may make or people that our peers may make they're going to happen like either inside a a chat with like four other people or in a private like room yeah. you know like Dave Chappelle is a maybe the most famous comedian on the planet next to Kevin Facts. Hart um, so what he does is always going to be done publicly as far as these things go. And I'm sure this person that he used inside of his um, stand-up is probably not the only person from that community that he knows. It, just him being, like, in Hollywood. Like, yeah, for sure. It's not the case. So, like, if, if the way that stand-up works where you might work on these same jokes for a year, telling them in different rooms across the country before you decide to put your special together, and the the pushback only comes once... Um, Everybody sees it. The special yeah. is out. Yeah, like, it's it's... I don't know. Like, it's... I, I could see why he would feel that he was okay up until that For point. Sure. Yeah, you got a good point. That makes sense. It's hard with a community that's also as small as the trans community is, especially when it comes to like the trans comedian community is. Like there might not be that many people. But yeah, yeah you you absolutely make a good point. Um I don't know. That it, it's tough to like try to make jokes about different groups of people that don't really want to be joked about even like even when we think it's funny you know yeah i just i mean the i guess my my point in all of it is that like it people are going to choose to do what they want to do and if if you believe in like what you're doing then like just ignore the the pushback like just keep i don't know like we like and that's not saying that that he maybe he like really we make WNBA jokes on here every week which like there was a mm-hmm. very large sect of our population that doesn't think that's funny. And there's a large section of our population that does think it's funny. The people that listen to this probably think that's funny. But like if a bunch of women were listening to our podcast, probably be like, eh, not really vibe with the WBA jokes. You know, some women. Yeah. Some women would be like, no, some women would be like, that's, that's funny. But it, yeah. you, you really don't know, but you're not going to hear from the people that aren't bothered by it. Like, you're going to hear from the, the people that are and yeah, you know, cause like it, it, that, that special was like an hour and a half long and people that like enjoyed it through like all the way through and didn't have a problem with it. They're, they're probably not going to start a group to tell Dave Chappelle how much they liked it. Yeah. I will say, I thought that shit was not funny. probably not going to protest inside their job. Tell how much they liked like, it. Like overall <laughs> that shit wasn't funny. That was the least funny of all of his, like, like, of all the Netflix shows he did, that shit was the worst. Aside from, yeah, like... I didn't, I didn't feel that way. That was, like, probably the one I liked the most. Really? Mm-hmm. Bro. Nah, he's had some good ones on there. I don't... Yeah, I just found myself, like, really interested in what he was talking about. Oh. And it wasn't, like, a, a hurt my stomach type of thing, but just, like, damn, he's right, like, type of thing. Yeah. Like, it was one of those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, he, he had me engaged, I will say. Yeah. Nah, the one where he was talking about Iceberg Slim, I think it was Sticks and Stones or whatever. Uh, he was talking about Iceberg Slim for like 40 minutes. That shit was funny. Uh, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, this one was like Space Jews and like uh, 
Yeah, like, it's sort of like a Clifford the Big Red Dog joke, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a dog. <laughs> <laughs> dog. He he had. He did have a joke on this one, and I was mad because when I told people I didn't think it was funny, they kept saying like, "Uh, okay, so you didn't think the part where he talked about beating up the chicken cutlets on the lesbian chick was funny?" I thought that was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna do this before we get to football stuff. So, on. Oh man, this is this is like a special place to me. The golf subreddit, right? It's just a subreddit, like our golf on Reddit. Um, there's this thing on here. This just this ongoing thing that constantly happens, where somebody will come on here and tell a story about some wild thing that happened to him on the golf course, right? Um, and the responses in the thread to it, it'll be serious and stuff like that. But give it like a day, somebody will make a post being um, the antagonist of that story that happened earlier like as a joke and it just keeps on going and it's it's fucking hilarious so i'll I'll give you this example so this has been the big one this week um this guy he got punched on the 10th hole um while playing golf right so here's the whole entire thing punch with the fist the guy's name is sir rob's 2020 this is on the golf subreddit um and here it goes so last saturday i'm out golfing with my 67 year old father we're the first group out after the last group of of a, the members men's tournament for five holes. We're watching part of the threesome be a complete and total ass throwing clubs, balls, etc. On the ninth tee, my father hit up on them a little bit. And that means to non-golfers out there that like the people were probably in the fairway, um, him and his father teed off and their ball got kind of close to that group, which is like a big no, no in golf. Like you want to give people time. Normally you, you like you tee off on a par four when the other groups like on the green, um, or like way out of the range of like what, you know, your, your clubs carry. Um, we were asked by the clubhouse to slow down, and we said no problem. When we get to the 10th, they were already on the green, so we teed off. They're on the 11th tee when my father hits his approach shot, and we drove up to mine. I'm lining up my shot, check my line, and bam! Asshat's card is two feet in front of me. This is the guy from the group in front of him. Um, he gets out yelling about us hitting up on him, and I told him the clubhouse said, let us know, and we slow down. <laughs> he says... <laughs> I don't care what they said. You're going to listen to me now. You're just a two-son. We're members. We, so we have preference. I told the guy to go the fuck away. We'll slow down. And he pushes me, still yelling. My father gets out the cart and Asshat threatens to put him to sleep, then pushes him. My father winds up on the ground, so I step between him and Asshat, turn back to Asset, And while I'm turning, he sucker punched me in the jaw. Two guys drag him back, and he walked off while I called the police, his hand flowing blood. Parentheses, he cut it on my teeth along with splitting my lip. My father and I are fine, and obviously we press charges. I was just surprised that someone could get that bent out of shape about such a small issue that had already been addressed. So, that's wild. Fighting on the golf course is wild, but these are the type of things that like kind of blow up here because they're so like of out of place, right? Um, so I never, hey, I never how understand how people be so ready to be the first person to be punched. If I if I turn around. And my dad has been pushed onto the ground. I'm swinging. I don't care what, like if it was an accident. I don't care what the circumstances were. I don't care if like my dad put it. Like if my dad is, he said 72 years old. I'm putting my 67. I'm putting my fucking hands on you. I have to. Are you kidding me? It is. It's it's a weird environment. No, I'll no, just no, say no, that no. much. It's white people. It's Most a white likely. dude. Like, oh, Percentages. you pushed my father. Hold on. No, because a nigga, if you, dog, Blake, if you've seen your dad, if you guys are out on the golf course and your dad's on his back, are you asking questions? Are you? I'm getting my putter. 
I'm I'm putting metal to your teeth. Are you kidding me, nigga? What do you mean? Yeah. Shouldn't me? <laughs> All right. So this was the next day this post got made. Here he goes. The title of this one is Hurt My Hand uh, Sucker okay. Punches Some Guys. And this is probably by is Poland this fake? Is this fake? Oh. They're always fake, okay. but it's hilarious. Okay. All right. So the, here, I'm going to read this one. Me and two other members, parentheses, I am a member, <laughs> were playing in the club championship today when some peasant guests started hitting up into us. I obviously spent a lot of I obviously spent a lot of money at the club, so I called the pro and told them they needed to take care of it. Fast forward one hole while I'm searching for a club, I tossed and discuss. This old man hit into me again. I drove my car over to remind the group just because they got some scrambled backs bounce back keep on doesn't mean they can bother VIPs during a tournament. Anyways, this grandpa started looking at me crazy eyes, so I gave him a quick nudge and he fell over like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> then his much younger boyfriend started screeching oh, like a God. banshee. His boyfriend. It was very reminiscent of when I used to bully my younger brother. I ended up clocking him in the face out of nostalgic instinct. Long story short, since my wife won't speak to me for skipping my son's birthday party to golf, I need someone to bail me out of county jail. <laughs> and because of this guy's story like this week, all these memes have been popping up on the subreddit. Some guy made one that said like new hazard on the tenth of my home course and it was just a boxing ring. <laughs> Another guy said, they, they said, this is how golf digest said to warm up for the tinsel. And it was like a, a diagram of how to throw a jab. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. So everything has been about fighting on the tinsel this week. And it's just been so fucking funny. I need niggas to start golfing immediately. We need more of us. Come on, There's bro. people out there. Though. Hey, if you listen to this podcast and you black, hit me up. We golfing. Let's get it. If you're in the Pacific Northwest. If you're not, we can golf on Zoom. All right. Well, we can get that going anytime you want, sir. That's funny. But that's That's what's going on out there. Okay. Um, I just got like two bits of NFL news here before we get to NFL like review shit. Um, I don't know how this, I think this week, like people involved with the Washington football team decided that this is when we're going to air out our Dan Snyder drama. Um, as they should. So this guy, his name is Andrew Brandt. Is this him? Is he just reported? No, this is him actually saying this. Oh, I must uh, say, he I think is Andrew the... Brandt's like a NFL reporter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he. I guess he, he works at SI and ESPN, same yeah. time. I don't know how he that's does. Right. It. Okay, that's cool. Either way, he said, "I grew up a diehard Washington fan. Tough to see slash comment, but lost my fandom when my friend went to pick up daughters at Daniel Snyder's house. They were at a play date with with Snyder's daughters." And um, his friend told Daniel Snyder, thanks for having my girls over, Dan. And Dan replies, it's Mr. Snyder. So that um, brought up like a a lot more stories, right? One was from, um, I believe, a Saints beat reporter. They were saying that like there, this is like a, I guess, a big like NFL lore story. But there was like a big party at Tom Benson's house before he passed. Daniel Snyder was invited with his family. So there's already the party's already going. They Daniel Snyder and his family show up late to the party. They're at the door. Tom Benson opens the door. He's like, "Hey, thanks for coming, Dan." And Dan's like, uh, "I prefer to be called by Mr. Snyder." And Tom Benson thought he was joking at first. And he's like, and then he saw that Daniel Snyder wasn't joking. He's like, "Well, this party's in my house. I'm gonna call you Dan." And Daniel Snyder left with his family. Wait, Tom Benson is the former 
owner or like one of the owners of the Bears, right? Of the Saints who passed oh, away. Oh shit! Of the oh. Saints that passed away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's weird. Everyone has to call Mr. Snyder no matter what. No one calls call him. Call me Daddy. Um. Here's another one what? from Brandon Noble, who was, I believe, a former lineman. I think this is the guy from the Mike Tyson show. No, is it? Maybe not. Um, he said, while he played for the Washington football team, he got MRSA, might lose a leg, maybe more. The Washington football team doctor refuses to treat me. Uh, he's about to go into the operating room while he's in the hospital. And then Dan and Coach Gibbs show up dressed in tuxedos because they just came from a black tie event. Coach Gibbs asks how he's doing. Daniel Snyder asks if he's gonna shoot if he's gonna sue them. <laughs> every part about this sounds like the Washington football team. Like everything that you said. I'm just so confused how like no report's gonna come out. I feel like it's gonna get so much worse. And I feel like it's gonna be oh But Goodell said they're not putting out a, a report. Something's gonna come out though. Like we've obviously yeah. we got the Goodell or the um the Gruden stuff. Something's gonna come out and stuff is gonna continue to come out. Like, the people that were involved in the Washington football team stuff are continuing to put stuff out or, like, say that they're not happy what's been what, what's, what's been put out. So, like, stuff is going to continue to come out, obviously. So this is going to be embarrassing in the long term. It's probably going to be worse. Yeah. Because it's going to be people, like, on their, like, the Andrew Brandt dude, like, hey, I walked up to the door and, like, this happened. It's going to be, like, hey, I talked to Dan Snyder and this happened. I was at this event it's and piece it together exactly. person to person. And it's going to be worse because you won't tell us the truth. So if anybody comes out and says, Hey, I was at a, a football team event and da happened. Oh man. Okay. I got to believe you. Yeah. We're going to parse rumors into like a something, something yeah. big and like try to see which rumors are real. And which what, and no one can disprove them. Cause like no one, no one from Washington is going to say all, anything. Everything sounds true. Cause y'all been freaky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. Absolutely. I saw that. Um, What's the 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 owner of the Raiders Mark name? Davis. Yeah, he he's like press the NFL about putting out a report on the culture. Of the Did Washington you see the team. video of him this week doing this week. that? Oh no, I didn't know it was a video of him. He had on it. a a white starter like Raiders jacket, like a not even necessarily a throwback, but like hey, if you're like living in 2009 and you have a white Raiders jacket on, but he also had on like a back like a JanSport backpack. <laughs> That does terrible things for your body. That, that makes everybody look bad. And it's over. It's a black Jansport backpack with like the bubbles on the side. Like it's a really good quality one. Oh, so it's got no. the bubbles on the side. You got the comfort ride. The black over the white. He literally looked like a child because you know he has that dog shit haircut. Like that. Like somebody literally put a bowl on your head and cut your hair around it, but the bowl was, like, Tupperware. You're just trying to save money, dog. Yeah, no, nah, it's embarrassing. I'm going to send you the video after we're done with this. He literally looked like a 12-year-old being talked to, like, you know what? The- I want the NFL to talk to me about. It was nasty. You know what that haircut is? Ass. It's, it's, like, it's like McDonald's, right? <laughs> no, I mean, look, look, it's like McDonald's. Like, you can go to any city across the world and get the same thing. It's going to taste the same. No. You can get the haircut anywhere on the planet. It's gonna be the same. That's a that's a special type of fuck me up haircut. No, that's like I I can trust anybody to get me this. You can't mess my hair up because all I'm asking you is do this. Like I just typed in Mark Davis, and the first things that piped up are Mark Davis haircut, Mike Davis hair, Mark Davis net worth, and then the Raiders pop up. Let me see. I'm gonna find a picture of the young Al Davis and see how his hair looks. It couldn't have been that. It could not have been that. I'd never seen Al Davis young. I didn't either, but I know Al Davis had swag and he was a real nigga. <laughs> and there's 
Oh no, he had he had solid ass hair. He looked like Chuck Noll. Makes sense. Makes sense. His son's a damn. He looks fucking rough in his his late age. Good he lord. Look rough. <laughs> How hey, old Mark, was he? Somebody said Al Davis looked like those. Uh, you remember when SpongeBob knocked on the uh, the people's door with the pizza and the nematode answered the door in the wheelchair? Yeah, that's what Al Davis looked like. Oh my god. How the fuck? So Jerry Jones right now is three years younger than Al Davis was when God Al Davis passed. Damn, he don't look. He, Jerry Jones looks but, like maybe. But Jerry Jones younger. also made it to Jerry Jones 20. made it to twenty twenty one. Like Al Davis died what fifteen years ago? Uh, twenty eleven. Oh yeah. shit! So ten years ago. Yeah, so he yeah. would have been fucking ninety five right now. No, but I'm saying like if you look at what Al Davis looked like, I think it's a picture of him like all busted up because he fell over or something. With a band-aid on his head. Like, he's looking bad, bro. Jerry Jones looks bad, too. And he's got... Oh, God. Good God. Oh, my God. I see I see the picture with the band-aid. Oh, okay. Okay. You see that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's gross. Yeah. It's nasty. Oh, God. Oh, it, Hold on. Let me see. Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones was just on Hard Knocks. He no, looks J- old, Jerry right? Jerry Jones but looks like, old, but not that look... kind of old. But Jerry Jones is a rich old. Nah. But Jerry Jones eats Whataburger, he said, like, every yeah. day or something. Like but that. Jerry Jones is still nuts. a rich old. Al Davis was, like, only rich because of the Raiders. Old. Oh, so he's been, you're saying Jerry Jones had money for longer. Yeah. I think Al, like, um, Al, Look at this Al Davis has money. <laughs> Those, some of these pictures are old as fuck. Post Malone. I can't wait to see Diddy when he's, like, 85 and he looks like he's fucking I thought Warren Sapp was in love <laughs> back in the building. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you All ready right. to get some football for this week, bro? Let's do it, man. I tried to I tried to buy us time uh, for the big quarter show. Uh, hey, he man. putting his grill on. He's stepping out. All, All right, right, so we are on week eight. Um, Yesterday, did you watch that Packers-Cardinals uh, game yesterday? I was watching. Um, watching the Knicks play? Knicks, Knicks Bulls, yes. You know, there's a better thing to do with your time, right, bro? But I, I watched um, – the the highlights I saw the pick that it ended on AJ Green looking lost as hell like I, that was you've been in the league too long for that to happen to you my dog like, hey the most common thing I've seen this week or today has been uh, AJ Green was playing like Madden because that's exactly what Madden picks look like where your 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 wide receivers like oh, oh what Mm-mm-mm. yeah no AJ that's when you find out that awareness reading actually means something. <laughs> AJ Green fucking blew it yesterday. Uh, the Packers ended up winning 24-21. Um, so I just want to get some of your opinions on some of these games. Uh, the Panthers and the Falcons play. Panthers are 3-4. and four. Falcons are 3-3. Three and three. That's your division, too. Um, yeah. Let me pick the you pick pick a team. Who you got winning that? Pick a team or just, like, opinions? Okay. Just, I, e- um, either. So either. let me – I'm going to go with – oh, my God. I hate even saying this. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Just because I feel like the the Panthers seem to have like shit the bed for some reason, I don't know what's going on over there. Um, I like that team more than the Falcons for sure at the start of this year, but the Falcons seem to start figuring it out. Especially Kyle Pitts coming on strong right now, uh, Cordero Patterson coming on strong, Mike As Davis hell. coming on strong. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like neither of these teams have. Well, no, the Panthers had a defense to talk about. The Falcons, I don't know what's going on on defense. Um, but I think they'll win this game. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Falcons will win, too. Uh, Kyle Pitts looking like a fucking monster. 
his stats so far this year, mm-hmm. 31 receptions, 471 yards, and a touchdown. One touchdown, unfortunately. 471 yards for a f- – What you going to do? And I think I was looking at this week, or I think you said it last week, uh, like 60% of his snaps have come at wide receiver. Like he- No, I wasn't oh, okay. mean. I didn't yeah. say he, that. He had – that's he's insane. playing tight end like 10% of his snaps this year. He's not lining up on the line. Absolutely incredible. Uh, that's what I man, see, and I that's why I'm telling y'all, like, he looked small to me yeah. out there. And yeah. Maybe he just he's, <laughs> he can't do tight end duty, which is fine because, I mean, if you're going to do this, then who cares what you can't do? I was do. thinking about him when I was looking at those numbers this week. When Jimmy Graham tried to do the, like, hey, I'm not a tight end. No, Kyle Pitts is going to be able to say, like, no, nah, Doug, I'm a wide receiver. Kyle Pitts never plays wide receiver. Kyle Pitts is AD, where it's like, I, I'm a five, but I play the four. Like, I'm a tight end, but mm-hmm. I only play a wide receiver. Yeah, you meant Kyle Pitts never plays exactly. tight end. Um, yeah. I think I think the Panthers are going to have to do something about CMC. Chris McCaffrey, back-to-back years of not playing, like, I think he's missed six. He's going to miss six games this year. Last year he mixed twelve games. So let let me ask you this. Um, so the Saints just picked up. And I'm trying to move us to that. They just picked up Mark Ingram for a seventh yep. round pick. If I'm the um, the Panthers, why would I not be involved in that and maybe try to get him for like a sixth or something? Yeah, you know, you're, it's ho- like, you're hoping McCaffrey um, comes back at that point. Yeah, Ingram Ingram only dropped off when he went to the Texans. Like he was he was productive in both. Absolutely. So, why don't yeah. I get a guy that can that I know can catch the ball, is a productive runner? Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe Chuba Hubbard has been it for them. He has 84 carries for 309 yards and one touchdown. But I just would expect them to kind of be a little bit better if they had that yeah. running back. Like, even, I don't know, David Johnson, he's fell off a cliff. But he's just stewing away down there in, in Houston land. There was a lot of talk about David Johnson this week. He was talking about um, being like, mentally depressed from being in that trade. He was like, yo, if it was anybody else, I would have been fine. But I got traded for the guy in Houston. So there was no like real recourse for me. Like even if I played well, even if I had 800 yards, 850 yards, 400 receiving yards, there was nothing I could do to like recoup for him. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think the Panthers got to be looking like Marlon Mack something. Because this ain't working. Okay, yeah, because I heard like yeah, one of the he's the one that's pressing you out of Indiana. Yeah, and yeah, yep, yep. He's their third, third running back. Naeem Himes and Jonathan Taylor kind of got that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next game up, we got the Titans, who are five and two, versus the Colts, who are three and four. Speaking of the uh, Marlon Mack, the Titans have no. And I, I feel like that's no Julio this week for the Titans. Shouldn't matter. Eh, shouldn't matter. Because Derrick Henry kind of looks like that nigga every single week. They already played the Colts once this year, and they beat them handily. Yeah. Derrick Henry working on an MVP campaign, bro. Sneakily. Not even sneakily. <laughs> I think he's probably in – he has to be involved in the conversation. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think the mission Julio Jones should matter this week just because the Colts are so banged up at DB. Um, it's not really going to affect their game plan to miss Julio. Julio probably would do very well against this team, but it seems like Julio is kind of – well, let me not say that because I, I can't say I watch Titans every single week. The last time I saw them play, Julio kind of just showed up like in the clutch when they needed him, which is which is great. 
Um, but I don't think that game's going to get to this point. I feel like the Titans might walk away with this one handily. I'm thinking the same thing. Um, after that, we got Dolphins at the Bills. And really, <laughs> bloodbath. I think it's a bloodbath. Really, this week is how long is it going to take to uh, for the Dolphins to get the airbender in there? I don't think they're going to get him. I, I don't think that'll happen. Um, and I, like, did you see the, huh? wait, did you see what they said this week about I him? saw the, the reporter try to talk to Stephen Ross about it, the owner of him, and he's like, I'm not talking to you because I already know you want to ask me about I'm not talking to you. <laughs> they said that uh, the deal is done. Oh. They're just waiting for any criminal charges. They said all the, uh, all the compensatory shit is done. They're just waiting for like his criminal shit to be done, and then the, he's moved. Like the deal is done. So it might not happen this season. Then is there some deadline that's supposed to happen with the, I can't with the Im- court stuff? They were saying it before the trade deadline. I can't imagine it's going to happen. So the this the season. courts of Houston, like, Texas County are based on the NFL trade deadline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah they okay. they said yeah the deal's done. We're just waiting to make sure he won't be charged with anything, which obviously isn't going to happen within the next eight that's days. That's what I'm saying. So I. Th- Unless I think this might happen unless they're season. really desperate. So I think the Bills are going to beat the. I I mean I think the Bills are going to beat the brakes off the Dolphins. Dolphins anyway. Yeah. I just kind of want it. It would be kind of funny to see the Airbender and play a game. That, like if he just walks into Miami and plays a game. I, yeah, maybe they're. It's hard to say they wouldn't be a better team, but it's like that's a lot to pick up in one week. Something that I can't believe a team would draft to a. And it seemed like from the minute they were tanking for Tua, and from the minute they got Tua, they were like, nah, we're good. Hold, hold on. Like, the player. minute he got into Miami, they were done. Yeah. Like, it seemed like like week three last year they were done, which is absolutely incredible to me. Um, he's got Mike Gusecki, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker in the mouth. Yeah. Bro, he's got weapons there. Their defense is decent. Their offensive line isn't good. But That's that, weapons? Miami is a quarterback away, low-key. You think so? Yeah, Devontae Parker's good. Mike Zusecki's good. Jalen Waddles looks good. You look good at Alabama yeah, or look I good at Miami? Good. Tua <laughs> didn't look good at... I don't think Tua looked good at Alabama. No, he did. You can't do that. Jalen Waddle has had... Uh, I can do that. I think uh, Jalen Hurts looked better. Of course he... I'm and not surprised. Because <laughs> Jalen Hurts looks like shit in the <laughs> league. All right. Anyway, the the next game... Uh, the Bengals versus the Bengals at the Jets. Bengals are five and two. Jets one and five. I think this is a clear win for the Bengals. Jamar Chase, thirty-five receptions, seven hundred and fifty-four yards, six touchdowns. Hey man, and he <laughs> got Joe Flacco, elite Boy. Joe Flacco. You sure about this? <laughs> he's not starting this week. Mike White starting this week. Oh yeah, he got White in his name. He's definitely winning. <laughs> um, no, nah, this is a bloodbath. This is another nah, bloodbath. No, no, no. It's a absolute over. Thank God I got money. <laughs> I got money on this motherfucker. Jamar <laughs> Chase last week against the fucking Ravens put his foot in the ass. It was incredible. And it's so funny because I was, I told Jamal, I told y'all, yo, if you think Je- uh, Justin Jefferson is good, wait until you see Jamar Chase. And then Justin Jefferson kept getting better and better. And better by the week. And I'm like, even me was like, oh, okay, well, there's no way Jamar Chase can be better than this. He's absolutely better than yeah. this. 
that boy is nice. Hey, you know, it takes a good quarterback in order to see that production out there, and they both got that. So, love this. Uh, after that, we got Steelers three and three at the Browns four and three. Baker says he's playing this week with a, a shoulder and a half. Yeah, available. It's the it's the bad. It's the, it's the other which shoulder that's bad though, so he'd be alright. Yeah, which has to be better than Big Ben because Big Ben's arms are bad, his legs are bad, his core is bad, his guts bad. Baker Mayfield, he's just bad all together. Twenty fourth ranked quarterback by PFF, Ben Roethlisberger twenty. And Baker's got a payday coming up. Yep, that's all I'm saying. That's where Hurts is. Baker got a payday coming. Twenty nine, seventeen. <laughs> I'm shocked. Coaching the top half of the league, yeah. Absolutely shocked. Hey, Baker about to be a free agent after this year, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next game up, we got the Eagles two and five at the Lions zero and seven. Uh, let me see. Miles Sanders on the IR, which means Jared Goff twenty seventh ranked quarterback at PFF. And uh, give me, give me, give me the Eagles on that. Actually, I like Dan Campbell. I like what you guys going on over there. But uh, I, I really fuck with y'all. Dan kind Campbell. of devoid of talent. This is one of the worst wide receiver groups I think I ever seen. They they got some ass out there. Who's their number one? Because I think they lost their number one. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Of targets. Woo. I don't think he's even in the group. Oh, mind you, now that you say that, uh, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are both questionable. <laughs> yeah, bet the over. <laughs> bet the over. <laughs> no. Yeah, bet the over. But if you're watching that game, don't even think about nothing until the fourth quarter. Because Jalen Hurts is going dummy in the fourth quarter. I'm going to give you their top five for targets on the Lions. TJ Hawkins uh, is number one. Obviously. Three targets. DeAndre Swift, number two, 52 targets. Khalif Raymond, number three, 39 targets. This is the first wide receiver. It's the first one I named. Um, Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown, number four, 33 targets. And then Quintez Cepheus, number five, 22 Who targets. I think is on the IR. Amon Ross is St. He? Brown. Oh, he's only played five games. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown and Equiminia St. Brown is the coolest duo of brothers in the league right now. Oh, they're brothers? I didn't know that. Yeah. One went to, I think, Colorado, and the other went to... Equiminius is on the Green Bay Packers. Oh, they got to the same division, too. Wow. So, they get to see him twice a year. There's a third brother who has, like, a fucking uh, Ninja Turtles ass. Um, Wow, that's a name system. Shit happens. All right. We got the Rams, 6-1, against the... At the Texans, 1-6. Another game I got some. Uh, yeah, no, bet the over again on the Rams. This is ooh, this is a good money week. Hold on, this is a week for the parlay. Yeah, I thought the same thing with the fucking Rams last week, but they bare they didn't cover against the Lions. Nah, there there's some there's some bloodbath matchups on this one. Even if you just do money line, this is there's some bloodbath matchups. You gotta on this do one. money line, but that's not where the money's. That's not where the money resides for the boy. parlay though. No, I put the Rams on my parlay last week and get the Lions, and they didn't cover. So hear me out. Hear me out, because we I think we talked about this before. Like, y'all, rightfully so, because if you're gonna bet, have it be fun. Like, y'all go for the ones where you turn six dollars into fifteen hundred dollars, right? But maybe, maybe we do the one where we turn twenty dollars into eighty five dollars. What's the point? I mean, have you ever earned what is that sixty five dollars so easily? Yes, that's a game. Yeah, there's this dark alley at the end of seven and seven. Uh, and then we got the 49ers playing the Bears in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Let me get you right, brother. <laughs> so I'm so fed up. Okay. The 49ers playing the Bears. 
Um, the Bears are three and four. The 49ers are two and four. The Bears look like hey, absolute man. shit. I need I need all of our podcast listeners to say a prayer for black quarterbacks because right now it's hard, it's hard times out there. All of our basically all of our brothers except like Kyler and Lamar are uh, going through hell. So <laughs> oh, let me take another scroll. Pretty much. Oh shit. Jameis is uh, keeping his head above water, but other than that, it's uh, <laughs> hard times. <laughs> it's nasty for Jameis. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming you're taking the the Rams. To win that game, where did that one? We're on the. I thought you said the Bears and Forty Niners. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Forty. I'm assuming you're taking the Forty Niners. Yeah, ab- uh, Rams and Texans. I'm absolutely the Rams. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Someone wants to bet me. Like, please DM DM the podcast account. I'll take any bets if you're going to bet Houston. I'm assuming you're taking the Rams. Any bets? The, I got paid no. today. I'll take any bets. <laughs> Name you're a taking, number. <laughs> you're taking the Forty Niners to beat the Bears. Or you're taking the Bears to beat the Forty Niners. Give me the Niners. Ooh. Okay, shout out to you, button on black quarterback. I know the Bears have the better record here, but I think Jimmy's back this week, um, and he that probably he gives was, them more options on offense. He was back last week, and it didn't. What they do? Give them. They lost to the Colts. Who they play last week? What they do? The Colts. Yeah, Colts got an okay defense though. Uh, and then after that, we got the the Pats at the Chargers. Ooh, revenge game! Revenge yes, game! Yes, sir. Herbie. This thing, yeah, this thing. This ain't Ricky Herbert. No. Y'all are going to let me down two weeks in a row, right? There's no way. There's no way. Okay. We're a five and a half point favorite, which means I think we're going to win by three. So that's two and a half points then, actually? We got a new kicker this week. So you said three points for home? Yeah. New kicker? Okay. Mm, New hotness. New hotness. We got a new kicker this week. Um, Can you kick? uh, We got Dustin Hopkins from the, the Washington football team. Who can kick? Okay, no, he was—he's a big point getter in fantasy league. Like, I think two exactly, years ago. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, much better than Tristan Visciano. So uh, I don't know who that is. See? Yeah, it's got to be some ass, a nigga that missed kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got us winning this game by seven. I'm still. The only thing that worries—that's kind of tight. You saying seven for real? I'm terrified of Bill Belichick. Rightfully so. Yeah, he's terrifying. Ass. He, <laughs> he's terrifying. Like, anytime we play him, it's yeah. just like, oh, shit, you can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball. And he somehow figures out how to run on you for 200 yards. So, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified. Yeah. He's one of them coaches. Like, if, if, if he game-planned it correctly, then it's your ass. And he's usually <laughs> game-planning it correct. He's Popovich. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. He's Popovich. Yeah. Um, Competitive any roster. After that, our uh, – I was wishing my boy would be here for this. The Jags at the Seahawks. In Seattle. Are you still going to that? Jamal's going to that. I'm not going to Oh, I thought y'all was riding I, together. Hey, I got uninvited. Silently. He's he's taking an Asian man. Anyway, uh, Trevor Lawrence and them coming to play Geno Smith and them. What you got? Uh, Probably Seattle because they were competitive against my Saints. Not that we're world beaters, but we have a pretty solid defense. And uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars do not have that. Uh, Gino looked god awful, but you know, um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Jacksonville has enough to make him look god awful. It's going. DK Metcalf is a scary man as well. I I fear him. As you should. As you should. Um, I and this is my team number two. I feel like now. I mean, Seattle. I I grow more fond of them by the week. I would say. 
I bet on uh, the Jags covering the three-point spread. Because there's probably good money on that, though, right? Let's get that point out of the way. There's great money. Okay, yeah. But that being said, I think the Jags can beat them. Seattle's defense is really? dog shit. In Seattle. Seattle's defense is dog shit. I don't, th- mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be a lot of Seattle fans up there for that game because who wants to watch the Jags? There will. No. No. So what you got to think about, though, is that Seattle tickets have been ridiculously expensive for a long time. Now that they're sliding right now, people who couldn't afford to go to games can't afford to go to games. Yeah, but they're two so and, it's, it's like, they're it's two like and a, five, though. I know, but it's it's like a revolving door. The rich people walk out and, you know, them South Sounders get up in there. And they're going to be drunk so as it's, fuck. It's, it's, it, it might not have enough money for that after paying for parking. but <laughs> Actually, they'll probably get drunk in the parking lot. Likely. Likely. Yeah. All right. Now uh, we do. What? After that, the last Sunday game, uh, or sorry, the second to last Sunday game, the Washington football, or sorry, the Bucks at the Saints. The six and one Bucks at the four and two Saints. Bend over on the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks look good, bro. And I think y'all can Tom beat them. Tom Brady's the number one ranked quarterback on PFF. I think y'all can beat him. No. I don't know. That old ass man is looking like as good as he ever looked. <laughs> I said y'all, I think y'all can beat them, but the fact that y'all beat them twice last year, Tom Brady's about to beat the fuck out of y'all. Yeah, we don't have Drew Brees anymore either, so, or Mike <laughs> Thomas. So it's, He's playing against Jameis? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He's going to toot that ass up. Is there any word on when uh, Taysom Hill's coming back? I'm sorry. Uh, I th- Is there any word on okay. when Michael yeah, Thomas is like coming back? Participating. No! He's like, turned out cryptic tweets like Kyrie this week. Like, <laughs> he's not playing again. <laughs> I've seen... Uh, <laughs> A tweet that said Michael Thomas was with the team. He's rehabbing with the team. And that's okay. it. That's it. Okay. So who who plays first this year? Ben Simmons or uh, Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. Absolutely. Michael Thomas. <laughs> really? Gotta, gotta be Michael Thomas. Ben Simmons is not. Ben Simmons is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Ben Simmons is. You see this closet over here? Hold on. This closet over here? Uh-huh. Ben Simmons is in that. Oh, God. Yeah. Not Just dribbling away with his phone in his pocket. Absolutely. Ben Simmons is not playing for y'all this year, bro. No, not for y'all. For the 76ers. No, you 76ers. Okay. Uh, the January Sixers? No. <laughs> uh, and then Washington football team playing the Broncos. Don't care. Don't care. I need to watch. Don't care what happens in that game either way. I need Washington to win. Just to put the Broncos a step down in that uh, in our division. Look at how you talking about Teddy, man. That's crazy. Teddy's hurt, bro. It's about to be Drew Lock. Uh, Sunday is he? Oh, damn, Teddy. Teddy was my um, floater quarterback for nah. one of my fantasy yeah, teams. He, so okay. he played last week and it looked awful because he's hurt. He got me like eighteen points, really. Yeah, yeah. and he looked awful. Uh, I didn't. I just looked at my ESPN app where I keep getting dubs. I don't look at what the fuck's going on in the actual game. His brother on a six-game win streak. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, y'all, and I don't like how y'all treated me either. Like me and Jamal talked about this how like, when I came back in the league, right? The the returning champ, no fanfare, nothing, no one, no one was trying to be scared, nothing like that. Y'all just act like I was some brand new guy. Like I, like I didn't just run the table on y'all last year. That's crazy. It's because they didn't see your face last year. They didn't know what you looked like. They knew the name. I there's there's only one Blake. I knew. They didn't know. Everybody act like they had chances enjoying that little pizza you bought them and shit. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm it, here on Zoom watching the shit go down. That's crazy. It was Discord. 
Anyway. Whatever it may be, dog. Anyway. It's Elcor for them. Anyway. Uh, Sunday night, we got Cowboys. I can't believe you. We got Cowboys at Vikings Sunday night football next week. That's going to be a beautiful game. Just off like the If I win, ball. I'm up in the entry press in your league. Because that's two in a row. You, you can't keep on telling me what the rules are, and I don't get no input when I want two in a row. Okay. We're throwing 50 on the entry prize. I need more money out of y'all because y'all owe me for the year that I won and no one was paying. The entry prize was $100 this year. What do you mean? It's got to go up because I need money from the year that I won and nobody paid. <laughs> so when I'll go three-peat, I get my money back from the first year and the year that I just won again. <laughs> All right. I'll pass it along. So what you want it to be, $200 next year? Yeah, find some rich people. I don't care. Nothing to worry about. Two fifty, three fifty. Because then, then these losers get a chance to win their money back that I'm gonna take from them again. So yeah, just advertise it that way. I don't care. It's crazy because it's week eight. Are you okay? You ready to go? Yep. You. It is. You need- it is. It's, it's week eight, and y'all got y'all got to catch up while I'm on this hot streak. <laughs> you need to get I'm your shit with off. No injuries. I think Michael Gallup's out. That's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. You ready? All right. What's what's the next game on here? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's the Cowboys at the Vikings. Are we allowed to talk about that? God damn. Absolutely. Uh, Cowboys at the Vikings Sunday Night Football. Dak may or may not play. He has a a strained calf. Yeah. No, he strained his calf throwing the uh, the game winning touchdown against the Patriots two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Yep. Still hurt. Wow. Still hurt. Might this, not play. This is the number 12th ranked PFF quarterback versus the number three in Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is looking like that deal. Yeah. Is <laughs> it, it a contract year? If they got, uh, yes. This, I think this is the last that's guaranteed. How he does. This is the last guaranteed year of his deal. Yeah. That's real Kirk Cousins of him. Um, so Cooper Rush potentially versus Kirk Cousins. Five and one versus three and three. Cooper Rush? That's the Cowboys backup quarterback. What a name. What a name. Cooper Rush. That sounds like someone who's like smiling in uh, Daisy Sour Cream commercials. Do a dollop with Daisy. That Yeah, like the do a dollop or do the piallop. That sounds like them type of people. Um, and then after that, we have maybe the worst Monday night football game in history ever, 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 ever. Uh, the, they didn't give this boy to the primetime, did they? The Giants at Chiefs. <laughs> Danny Dimes at Patty Mahomes. So I'll have you know, like I said, Jalen Hurts is the 17th ranked PFF quarterback. Daniel Jones, 18. Patrick Mahomes, 19. Ah, uh, uh, Hey, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I kept my money away from this game because the Chiefs fucking suck. Like, there's a... The, Telling Doug, the Chiefs are a ten and a half point favorite. It's like you got you go like you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Brody Croyle, you got Damon <laughs> Heward, um, Matt Castle. Yo, just a nasty bunch of Chiefs quarterbacks. It's all the same. It's room. nasty. I'm a lot. Li- I'm lying to you though. I actually did put some money on them. Can I read my? Yeah, can I, yeah. Can I read my tickets off to you this week? Are we at that point? Go ahead, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, did I have anything else? All right, so I put down a ten dollars to win seven hundred and eight, right? Uh, I got the the 49ers over the Bears by four. I put uh, the Chargers by five and a half over the Pats. The mm-hmm. Bucks by five and a half over the Saints. I got the Bengals by ten and a half over the Jets. Damn. I took money line, money line, money line, money line. I took the money line, uh, Titans over the Colts. 
I got the Rams money line over the uh, the Texans, and I got the Washington football team money line over the uh, Broncos. Okay. I think that's doable. Hey, mind you, last week, I lost both of my tickets that I read off to y'all by one game. So I you just, still have not hit on a ticket, though? I have not. All I needed was the Panthers to score more than three fucking points in the first half. It was two to five or three to five, I think. I needed it to be seven to five. Can I, can I ask you another question? Yes. Have you, have you, because you're driving hella far to do these. Have you partaken in any amenities at Snoqualmie? Have you like done anything else out there? I'm not driving hella far to do these. I've only went up there twice, but my boy drives up there every week. So I just sent him money okay. to, to put money. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. If when I win, like, hey, Amira, you wanna uh, you wanna get a room? Yeah, I gotta I gotta put some money down. You know, I want I want fifteen hundred dollars. You know, I gotta put some money down. Until then, no. See, it, it's like one of the reasons. Like, if if we do move back out there, I'm kind of excited because I'll have like boys to go do shit with, right? Like, I have I got you, I got y'all. So it's like. I pray. I've been to the casino with my dad and my stepmom, my sister, and stuff like that, and it, it's hella fun. It's like imagine like we could all go do stuff like that, like uh, Muckle Street. Like they got bomb ass like bomb me sandwiches and like buffets and shit like that. Not that I would necessarily eat all that stuff today, but you guys could, and I could like be there with you guys and like kick it and do like fun shit like that. So it's like I don't know, like we're adults now, we could do like all kinds of fun like adult shit. You know, we've been begging for you to DD for like five years. So come on, DD. Yes. I guess I would try to do that. Or we could pull up. Anyway, we'll talk about that offline. All right, here's my second ticket, right? Uh, so I got $15 to win $7.97. I got the Bengals by 10.5 over the Jets. I got the Rams by 14.5 over the Texans. I got the uh, Titans winning straight up. I got the Cowboys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said 15.5 Rams over Texans? 14.5. Sorry, uh, yeah, Rams uh, over Texans, 14 and a half. The tech, okay. the tech, I mean, like, wait, hey, Blake, the Texans have not scored an offensive touchdown in five <laughs> weeks. What five weeks? Oh, no, they have not scored an okay. offensive I, touchdown oh. last week. There were two to five, it was they had five points against the uh, the Cardinals, they had a safety and a field goal. They have not scored an offensive touchdown in five weeks. I feel like this is one of them things where it just looks too good to be true. Like, I would probably make the same bet that you did, but it's like whenever it seems like it's just dumb to not make that bet, that's when it goes wrong. Nah, not against the Rams, bro. You think Davis Mills got anything right. for Aaron Donald? I, I feel like this is you know, one of them games where, like, the coach pulls out the old sticky note that he's had inside his pocket of the money play, the one that's always going to work, and they run that play, and it works. That was three weeks ago. All right, And then I'm they a- beat the spread. <laughs> I'm going to start over. I got the Bengals by 10 and okay. a half over the Jets. I got the Rams by 14 and a half over the Texans. I, I got okay. the Titan I got the Titans money line over the the Colts. I got the Cowboys by a point and a half over the uh Vikings. Bills mm-hmm. by 13 and a half over the Dolphins. That's my struggle. The Bills by 13 and a half over the Dolphins. And then I got the I don't Jags. like any double digit spread in non-college. My bad. Me neither. Me neither. And then I got the Dolphins plus three versus the Seahawks. So they don't got to win. They just got to lose by three or less. That's it. Yeah, dog. <sighs> That's it. And I liked. I, and I like that you're unsure because the last like 
four weeks that you were sure, I lost. I was confident. So, yeah, you're right. I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know what I mean? Because you got you have like basketball spreads on the ticket, and that's like. <laughs> <laughs> we might be winning, y'all. You know I mean? You might be winning. All right. How much yeah. is the win on on both of these? Uh, both these tickets win me seven ninety and seven eighty, off of ten and fifteen okay. respectively. So if I win Good both, fourteen hundred bucks. Hey, how much I'm, of a fine issue are you cutting your boy? None. Not me. The person that put in the ticket. None. Yeah, I I put the tickets in. I'm not cutting him anything. No service fee? He just he drove, drove up, up there. there. Yeah, I sent him the money. What do you mean? Oh, he gets nothing on the top of either of these. No, because we like, hey, I'm going up to Snoqualmie. I'm putting my bets in. Do you want me to put anything in for you? Yeah, let me see. Bro, what you can't do that. You have to You have to break him something. Okay. Like, literally, if it's like $10, that's fine. You have to give him something. Okay. Well, we won't talk about that online. How about that? <laughs> If you don't give him anything and you hit on both of these, you're never going to win again. I promise you. Bro, and you know how many weeks I've lost sending him up there? It's it's the thing like where like someone like you know in the movie like where they went at the craft table, the poker table, and they buy everyone like a round of drinks. It's that thing. You, sure. They're part of it. You have to cut them in to keep it rolling. Okay. I need to win first. So I, I can't even think about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta win first. So we'll see. It's like you know how Grubhub charges you like four dollars off top to deliver your food? <laughs> It's like that. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see if I win, and then we'll go from there. All right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Pray to God. Okay. All right, and then the last thing I got to talk about is uh, the Miles Garrett versus uh, Bruce, Bruce Smith Sack Cemetery. You see that? Yeah. Uh, you think CU I did. Miles Garrett had a uh, – Shut up. I think he had Kyle, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, um – and like four or five other newer QBs in his sack cemetery. He put them in his front yard so he could like, you know, show off that he sacked them or would sack I them. I can read it off. It's Fields, Justin Burrow, or yeah, Justin Burrow, Ben Roethlisberger, Herbert. Is it is it Justin Burrow? It's not Justin Burrow. No. What's his name? Joey, Joey Burrow. Joey Burrow. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. And yeah, I think that's everybody. Oh, Mac Jones is on here, and so is Kyler Murray. And yeah, Bruce Bruce Smith has like every quarterback you could think of for that had played Literally. like before the nineties. Literally, or in the nineties, nineties and back. Same. Did you buy Guardians yet? No. Yes, I was listening to. Who do you? So you just like look at kind of funny for reviews, or what else do you look? No, nah, I look at kind of funny IGN uh, before you buy I game ranks. It, yeah, game ranks before you buy. That was the one that kind of tilted it for me, um, because all like kind of funny was like this game is like fun, but everything gets repetitive, blah blah blah, and then I can see that game ranks was like yeah, like the things that get repetitive are fun though, and then so that's kind of why I was waiting for kind of pitch yeah, and because especially because I know you don't really like fuck with story games like that, and they said this was super story heavy. It, it's it's like um, Jedi Fallen Order, sort of in that sense, where you're like you're kind of just on a straight through path without. Um, well, I can't say without as much backtracking. I don't know yet. Um, yeah, doesn't seem like they're gonna be backtracking though. Just with how the story's going. That's how Fallen Order felt though. It's like you're going straight through. You can get some yeah. side mission stuff, and then you can come back and get the rest of it. And that's what I really liked about the game. So 
I think I'll fuck around again. Yeah, I will say like the the um, as far as like exploration stuff goes, um, all the places you think there will be a hidden path, there's a hidden path, and it's usually like a uh, either some consumables over there, like stuff to help with crafting or um, a new outfit, which is pretty cool. Bet. Yeah, the game sounds great. You made it sound fun, and. The reviews I seen made it sound fun. Yeah, I made a new 2K character today. I don't know why. I, oh I my god! I don't play 2K in the first place, and I did that. You can do better, cool. bro. They just got more money out of me. It's cool. I still haven't bought 2K, and I don't think I'll be buying it anytime soon. They're stealing our money. Same reason <laughs> I'm not buying Madden. Like, yeah, like you don't have Madden. I have Madden. Jamal bought it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there are a dozen reasons why I'm glad I didn't fucking buy Madden. I I made a uh I made an offline franchise that I was playing. Went to log home Go. one day and it was like, hey, I went to log home one day and it said, hey, there's a new offline or online franchise that adds in all the like scouting stuff. Press X if you want to add it. Corrupt file gone. Can't play it anymore. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And yep. then I and then I did start my off online franchise with the online like scouting stuff doesn't work right. You start yep. at week one. It's like uh yeah you can you can start scouting at week eight. Yeah, like none of, none of the shit works right. Yeah, I haven't made yeah. my first draft with the new scouting yet, but it's like it. I like what they tried to do, but right now it seems like you're super hands off with it, which is kind of hella like hands off ass backwards. Um, it's it's almost like MLB the Show scouting, but even that's more involved than this is because you have more say with your scouts and whatnot. I don't know. This is kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like I need to start next Madden with the scouting stuff, where it's like not in season and don't load in any yeah. of your shit. Which is like, okay, yeah. so you gave me a Madden update halfway through the year that's good for next year, but not for, so. Yeah, Both of those games have been off the table. Choice. So, yeah, I, have, I haven't really been on the game like that until I Guardian. All right. Well, I'll see you on there. If you ever want the golf fade again, let me know as well, because you know. Not with you. That guy. Be Changed my character to female now. I'm playing with Brindley instead of myself, so it's up. Hey, shout out to Little Miss Avocado. You feel me? He's out there. <laughs> but all right. Um, episode 32. Uh, wrap it up. <laughs> Magic Johnson episode. You feel me? Get out of here. Talk about wrap it up. <laughs>